Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. I'm Mahler, aka Josiah, and with me, as always, I have my old brother, Austin. Austin, how are you doing, man? I am doing phenomenal. <laughs> That's good to hear, Austin. Yeah. Um. So, straight up, man. How was your week, dude? Like the formalities dude. and everything, you know? <laughs> so, I'd have to say my weekend was phenomenal. Um, oh, I got to spend it. I got to spend it with you, guy. Wait, and, what? Uh, when did that happen? Whoa, this <laughs> weekend. So I actually just got back here at like five o'clock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to spend the weekend with with my brother. Finally, we mm-hmm. were gonna do bros and shows on Saturday, but we kind of realized that we wanted to spend time with each other more. We say I, that, yeah. but let's be but honest here. It, we well, it happened like twelve o'clock, and we were like. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what happens whenever uh, yeah. we had friends come over two nights on the road yeah. too. Um, whenever yeah. you're up here, they were all psyched to have you around. I rented a twenty dollar movie and fell asleep. <laughs> you did, but me and uh, Todd did. It was the key, I think. Yeah. Neither of us fell asleep, and we really enjoyed it. It was uh, pretty yeah. good. I really enjoyed it. I think Todd was kind of like fifty fifty on it. Mm. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it, but. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. We also got to finish off the last of the season three together. We watched two episodes before we went to bed Saturday, and then we finished off the last episode before you headed out, which it was kind of nice to sit there and talk with you. I actually, it was funny. I was talking with Austin some of my thoughts before the last episode even happened. And I guessed on what was going to happen, actually. Yeah, you did. But I I didn't expect all that. I, well, it worked. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's go ahead, go ahead and dive into Breaking Bad <laughs> season three. My start, uh, really kind of getting it. I was mess with the IO a little bit, but that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. So Austin, Breaking Bad season three. Who? How do I go into this? Um, I would. I will say this: Breaking Bad season three is the most, one of the most interesting seasons. It's packed. Oh, it's a lot of character development. Yeah. A lot of things you find out about people. There's so much new cool stuff that happens. Um, you know, and you start seeing like true colors of certain people. I don't even and, know if it's like true colors. I feel like characters really morph a lot. Yeah. 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 I think certain characters morphed a lot, and Molly's freaking out behind me. I don't know how much that got picked up on the mic or whatever like that, but mm-hmm. I have some of these. Uh, the that blanket you got. Oh, uh, yeah. There's some cardboard uh, cuts or whatever in it, and oh, I okay. set it down, and Molly is now like attacking it, biting on it, and throwing it around the room, and I'm like, it's just literally a square cardboard. I don't know what's oh, going yeah. on. Um, but yeah, I, I, oh, man, these characters, dude. This, uh, the first thing I want to say about this season, a lot happens this season. Last season, I mentioned how I felt like a lot of nothing really happened. Like, things happened, but in the end of the season, you're like, we're in the same place. Yeah. A little bit different. This season, I, I totally thought that the beginning of this season was season two, as I was like <laughs> looking through stuff, because... The whole him um, burning money, uh, oh, yeah. him getting kicked out of the house, him throwing the pizza. I was like, oh, that was all last season, right? Yeah, it was totally last season. Oh my goodness. No, it was it was this season. And I just, I don't know, man. I 
just a lot of stuff happened and uh so i'll I'll quickly break it down uh i'll try to i'm gonna miss stuff so feel free to chime in yeah no problem if you if you want to but we basically begin skyler wants walter out of the house Uh, this was after that's another thing this is after the plane crash right so much so much happens in this season i was blown away by it um sky crash happened get it sky crash um and she wants him out he leaves and i I will say this they did my boy q dury you see him on the news once and then you find out that he shot himself in his apartment but he's not dead he's just recovering because it was attempted suicide and that's the last thing you hear about him and i was so sad i was like man i'm so happy to see him and they just threw him off to the side um uh oh crud i can't even remember everything that happened uh jesse goes to rehab yes he's in rehab after all that stuff you explained to me about the rehab guy i didn't catch it i i must have like zoned out at that point mm-hmm. but the dude in rehab killed his daughter and it's like a super big impactful thing um i was yeah. mind blown by that i was like oh i didn't even know that he did that but well yeah because like jesse you know jesse's kind of like i don't want to be here type deal and he's like mm-hmm. what do you know about like true loss and he's like i killed my daughter yeah you know and you're like whoa (laughs) well that's pretty intense i didn't expect that it was just like sir he's like i i i i bring you this proposition of what have you suffered from it's like i Mm. killed my daughter i take back my bet sorry (laughs) i am sorry you're right see you next time (laughs) yep yeah and so he's going through that walt's going through the divorce he doesn't want anything to do with gus i believe at this point Mm-hmm. and um he's trying to like make amends and 100 skyler understands now at this point you're a drug, drug dealer and the chips get fell chips fall and you find out that no i'm not a drug dealer i'm a cook there's a difference i don't do all that stuff and he he's you start noticing something and i, I told austin this i'm like walt is has too much pride I think that's the downfall of his character. He's too prideful. Yep. And um, it's frustrating to me because he makes so many decisions based out alone on his pride. Oh, yeah. Um, and and the, the two cousins of Tuco want to kill Walt. So they mm-hmm. start pressing Gus. Gus talks to all the people saying like, look, three years, then you can do whatever you want because our deal will be done. Blah, 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 blah. Everything of that sort oh man there's so much that happens in this episode i'm trying to like be relatively fluent with it um they bug skyler's house and walt's house because they believe skyler may leak or say information Mm -hmm. and that was a fun episode because whenever walt finds out he gets very angry at them and then when mike is undoing the bugs he looks at walt and he's like like, make sure you get all those. I don't want you guys to spy on. He's like, look, these things cost $800 each, and you're not interesting enough to spy on. <laughs> <laughs> it, it made me laugh. I like, at this point, yeah. Mike is one of my favorite characters. Uh, by the end of the season, oh, yeah. spoiler, he kind of gets painted as a villain. 
I kind of view him no different as Walter, though. Like, he's just doing what he needs to do to live and survive. He's just trying to make money. He's just, yeah, he's just trying to exist. And that I think that makes me like him so well, much I more. Think, uh, yeah, it's not this season. And next season, you're going to... They go into a little bit more depth of Mike's life, um, which brings in a lot of reasoning, like what he, why he does certain things. Well, I know in this season we find out that he has a daughter. Okay. Um, I believe yeah. he's separated from his wife too, because mm-hmm. in that one episode, he gives her a balloon. He's like, "Oh, happy birthday, sweetie! What's I that? love you and everything." Yeah, go ahead and do your thing. Um, and he sends her through, what do you want me and to? the wife is like, oh, hey, how you doing? What do you mean? But, yeah, it's just one of those things. Uh, Never mind. Okay. Cool. <laughs> You're back? I don't know why. Yeah, Again, she was like, this is filmed from a like, live Twitch audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, how you doing? Okay, so what was the last thing you just said? Sorry. No, the, the fact that you... I'm under the impression that him and his wife are separated because he drops the daughter off at her house. Gives her a balloon and he's like, oh, hey, hi, your mom and everything of that sort. So I assume that they're separated. That's like, the uh, extent that I understand this as. So, so who's separated? Mike and his wife. Uh, okay, okay. I'm not going to say too much, but yeah. Um, okay, fair enough. I also, I will say this. It's hilarious seeing Mike or, or whatever the guy's name who plays him. I can't ever say. Not interact with a child. <laughs> Because he has this like hard persona, even his face is like kind of gravelly. He's hard to like do stuff. Oh yeah, and it just—it's so funny to see him be like, really, that he yeah. has that long pointy nose. It's like that's not his nose; that's a horn. Really, I learned something new from you every day, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh man, I could see him doing that to his kids, but as like an adult, I'm just like, dude, that's cringy, bro. <laughs> I think it's great that it's like completely cringe that when he tries to talk to adults that don't know what they're talking about. Um, Cause there's a lot of scenes like later on, but there's also a scene in like the prequel where this guy's like, well, I could help you with this. And he's like, please don't. <laughs> like, he just, don't leave. He straight up doesn't, Do doesn't mess like with this. adults. Also, um, we got, I finally got to see the pizza scene. It was, okay. I thought it was a lot more than this, okay. but so, it wasn't. <laughs> So I, I will I will tell you some trivia about that scene. Mm-hmm. So uh, there is two pieces of trivia. Okay. Uh, so one is that was took in one shot. Yes. I, I, I heard that, that mm-hmm. it was something that he did on the scene and it landed on the roof. And they're mm-hmm. just like, let's keep it. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler, but Easter egg thing. Awesome. Because... It doesn't spoil anyone. It's just, it's an Easter egg and you can watch out for it. And it's kind of fun to look for. Okay. So uh, if you notice the pizza is not cut. Yeah. So uh, there's an episode next season where Badger and Pete order the same pizza. And they're like, yo man, why isn't this cut? So they try to explain why Walter's pizza wasn't cut. And they're like, oh, that's like their gimmick. Yo, they don't cut the pizza. And like, I was like, that is really good writing. <laughs> a lot of people, like, after season three was like, that pizza was never cut. And the reason why it wasn't cut is, have you ever tried to throw in a pizza that's been cut on a roof so it, like... But I, I was under the impression it wasn't intentional. Like, the pizza throw wasn't actually intentional. He was supposed to just throw it in anger. And because mm-hmm. it landed on the roof, everyone was just like, let's keep it. That's hilarious. 
Yeah, and also too is the woman that films, mm -hmm. uh, like they filmed at this house. Okay. Uh, Vince Gilligan, the guy that is the creator of Breaking Bad and the writer mm -hmm. of Breaking Bad, has literally came out on Twitter and said, "All my fans of Breaking Bad, please stop putting pizzas on this poor lady's roof." Oh, so these people were showing so sad. up to her house and throwing these pizzas on the roof to get pictures. Uh, it's gotten to the point now where she has a security completely all around the house. There's cameras and she doesn't allow anyone on property to take pictures. Uh, she calls the police and stuff like that. And Vince is like, she's such a nice lady. Like, why are you guys doing this to her? That's, um, yeah, that's that's sad. That's too bad that yeah, that even yeah. happens. But, but the Easter egg you'll see is probably, I think it's season four, where Badger mm -hmm. and Pete order a pizza at Jesse's house. And you'll you'll see that and they well, do that Well, you just spoiled dialogue. the fact that Badger and Jesse live till season four. So thanks, Austin. It's Badger and Pete. <laughs> I don't know who Pete is. I forget who Pete is. Skinny Pete. Oh, like oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't care. The one with the, like, the tattoos. Like, I know exactly what it is. Holmes. You know who I think of? This is just between me and you and maybe Dominic? like... Dominic? Uh, yes, I know. <laughs> we, have a, we have a friend named Dominic. He just looks straight up like him back in the day. He used to always have the bean yeah. on too. Every time I see him, I'm just like, hey, Dom. Hey, that, that's great that you think the uh, exact same thing as me. No, so. I think exactly the same. He looks like that because like that little, he always used to wear his beanie like down to here. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. that's great. I hated every um, minute of it. Uh, yeah. So Walt, uh, no, Jesse starts dealing meth again. He starts cooking yeah. and apparently he cooks pretty close to uh, Walter's style. Mm -hmm. A little off mm -hmm. apparently, but according to walter he's like you're cooking subpar stuff and this is when i truly think that walt's ego when it starts because like at this point he's, he's out like he doesn't have to worry about stuff and gus dude i like gus gus has become one of my favorite characters in this show because though he's a villain he's thinking like two or three steps ahead and he purposely gives jesse the go-ahead to make a deal knowing full well what he's going to do. So Jesse gets the deal. Gus gives half of it to Walter because it's his uh, style or whatever it is. And that, of course, causes the friction and everything. Walt takes the deal that Gus gave him about the meth lab, um, which that was a funny scene, having Walt go down there and just being like, oh my goodness, everything is great. Yeah, Numb Nuss. Nerdy. <laughs> Pretty much nerdy now. Numb is right. Gus is hot, man. Oh, yeah. It, my main man, B-Man. Uh, mm -hmm. Brandon. I, I will yes. say this. I will yes, say this. Hot. Mm -hmm. In the end of season six, I noticed his, like, talking infliction changes to be more, like, uh, Spanish-influenced. Season um, six? The season, uh, I mean, season three, the end of season three. Yeah, when they he's only talking. Did five seasons, not six seasons in a I movie. don't know, man. Like, what do you want from me? I just know that at the end of this season... When he's talking with Walter, mm. his his affliction changes from just a calm Middle Eastern guy to like a uh, you can hear like the 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 ascension of like Spanish influence in his voice, mm. and it makes me be a hundred percent like I know he's part of the cartel to a degree at least above the board. Is he always been part of the cartel? Like is he a cartel mm. member? And I'm just like that's oh, cool. Man. I'm like it, regardless. I'm loving his character because he's so calm, he's so collected, and he thinks ahead. 
I and say, I told I, you. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, so I'll say this about Gus. Gus is a proper villain mm-hmm. that is written properly. He mm-hmm. has he has the emotions that you can drive behind. A lot of people have a problem where, like, you know, when you have a show like this, it's like, oh yeah, that guy's a villain. That mm-hmm. guy, that guy's just crazy. Like Tuco. Yeah. Tuco, for example, you were meant to hate Tuco. Yeah. But yeah. like Gus, as a written character, which I think is the best villain ever written, is you know, he's just very well intelligent he tries to just maintain like the thing that he's been putting on for so long Mm -hmm. uh and then when you find out about like his other stuff like because season four it goes a lot in depth with gus yeah um and then like you know just just his swagger he's got like this charm to him he does just charm that's like I, i don't know what it is but like he draws you to a point to believe that he's good it, well, also, I, I want to say this, right? Don't mess with them. Yeah, I, I want to say this. The one thing I like about Gus is his stone-facedness. Like, he doesn't show much emotion, emotion when he's doing business. There is one point in the show where he shows emotion slightly, and I'm like, that's amazing acting. And it's whenever he's talking with Walter, and Walter says, like, you know, the cartel show at my house. They attack the DEA. They die. Someone warned them about... Someone warned my cousin about this. And in one fair swoop, someone got the DEA of the United States, the Mexican cartel, to be at odds. And they just so happened to both be out of the picture now. And and Gus is kind of sitting there stone face. He's like, are you saying that I did? He's like, I'm not saying that you did. No, I'm not saying I don't know who does it. However, I respect the play. And I would have done the exact same thing. And you see a slight hint of a smile starting to form on him. And I'm just like, yo, man, Gus knew exactly what he's doing from the get-go. Oh, man, I love oh, yeah. this guy. I, I equate him. It, you mentioned, like, villains or whatnot. I equate him to um, Tywin and Lannister. Tyrion was very methodical. He was simple and easy. And the thing that killed him was his love of family. Gus doesn't have that, well, at least of what I know so far. Tywin is also very hot. Thanks, though. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know Brandon loved Ty Brandon <laughs> likes House Lannister a lot, but but that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. Ty Tywin was that way. I, I feel like he's. I have this mad weird respect for him. Tywin did all the evil stuff he did to maintain his family and to bring them up, just like Gus is doing oh, all yeah. this evil stuff to maintain his like organization that he has created and moves mm-hmm. forward. I will say there's a couple things that Gus has done that I don't agree with. And I was telling you, Austin, because this was before I watched the final episode, um, like when they introduced Gale and the fact that Gale was a chemist, smart and knowledgeable, I'm like, yo, they're using him to learn the formula and then they mm-hmm. can get rid of Walter whenever they see fit because he is a liability. Gus, oh, yeah. we, we, I, I, I never thought, like Gus liked the guy, but he, I, didn't, I don't think he likes him partner-wise because he's connected to Jesse, who's a druggie, and Gus is like, don't trust a druggie ever. Yeah. But then whenever Walt kicks Gale out and Jesse comes back in to like try and save face, I was like, oh, that went away without a hitch. I guess like that thought process isn't right. It's that's not how it's going to be. And then I watched the last episode and it comes full circle and then comes full circle again. I turned to Austin. And I was like, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, because when you were saying that to me, you're like, man, I thought they were going to go this way. And I was like, shut up, Austin. 
Don't say anything. <laughs> Let him find that out. And like that's why I was like, hey, we're gonna watch this episode before I leave. Yeah, now I understand why you um, said I want to see your reaction. Yeah. Because of that. So so the so bring this back a little bit more. Yeah. So so we find out that Jesse is still cooking. Uh he has that scene where he sells meth to the, the gas station girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I've never tried meth. He's like, oh, okay. Well, why this scene is very popular, or why this scene connects really well with the show, mm-hmm. is Hank is actually on the hunt. Yeah. Hank knows that there's an RV that's cooking this meth. So he's been searching for what Oh my gosh, that is this season. Like I yeah. said, like so much stuff happens. I forgot that was this season. Yeah. He's searching for Winnebago's oh, and he actually narrows down it was Combo. So we find out that actually Combo oh, yeah. just pretty much gave Jesse the Winnebago for no money because Jesse took the savings that Walt gave him and just blew it on like strippers and mm-hmm. alcohol and then just like Combo's. But I love that scene where like they come out of the strip club and Jesse's like, Ugh. and Combo's like, and he's like, oh man. Walt's gonna kill me, you know, because he's like, yo, who's Walt? And he's like, it's my old chemist. He's sure he wants to cook my I need an RV. And he's like, an RV? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I true. got an RV. <laughs> you know, and he's like, it's six in the morning. And he's like, bro, just come on. Waffle house. And then he oh just like gosh. gives him the keys and drives off and doesn't tell him it's stolen pretty much. Well, like uh, instantly as it was happening, I'm just like, yo, this is strip. He's, he's stealing it. Like it's so obvious. But the fact that combo walked into the house, the first thing I thought was I'm like, this is his parents' house. Yep. And you have a difference of character. I do want to point out that like a lot in this show, a lot of time when people die who are like the kids that are messed up in this thing, it's because the parents have tried certain things or stopped doing certain things like jane was good because her father was constantly forcing her to go rehab and everything of that sort and go through all this thing she ends up dying because he does not call the cops on her like he should have that was hard love that she needed um jess's parents and everything like that keep giving him second chances but don't want to take the responsibility of holding his hand during it like jess's uh Mm -hmm. jess's parent jane's parent that's her name, right? Jane? I'm thinking the right girl? Yeah, Jane. Jane yeah, yeah. Jane's parent does. So Jesse is just allowed to repeat the circle. They don't want anything to help with it, and so they don't do it. Then you have Combo's parents, who love him and care about him, and just basically just take all the bean that he does. Like, he gives away the RV, and they take it, and they, whenever Hank goes to their house, they said, like, why didn't you report this? He's like, we didn't want him to go to prison. He's a good yep. guy, but we didn't want him to deal with that type of stuff. And then that's when you find out it's Combo's parents. And yeah. that was actually kind of a sad scene where like you yeah, could tell as she was talking. In. Yeah. And you see the yeah, room. Yeah, that's rough. It, yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's I don't the one think thing that anyone, this like the, the why it's so impactful is like just you try so hard to Mhm. Just like Mike would say, no half measures. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, which is a great episode. We'll talk about that one here soon. So um, the, the thing I've realized is how Breaking Bad sets a tone for like those serious times. And they do it a lot in the series. Uh, they did it in season two when Jane died kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You know, like watching Q come in 
and now I'm calling him Kale. Uh, he's no, let's be in. honest, that's who he is. I love and the dude. I want to see more things with him in it, but he'll like always be watching, the cute Watching them put her into a body bag, yeah, and watching him like zone off, like really hurt. And Hank was the same way when he walked in, realized he was like, "Man, like this kid died, you know, for mm -hmm. no reason." But like the mom and them cannot come to terms of like getting rid of anything that was his yeah and and that's what i'm saying like when she walks into the room you realize that they turned his room into like a shrine to him essentially like a, yeah. a memorial to him and you can yeah. see like the flowers aren't even fully dead yet not that long passing either and so, it just that's like that's heartbreaking dude they loved him yeah. so much that they didn't even like get rid of his stuff meanwhile you look at jesse's side his parents kicked him out they kicked him out of his second home yeah they don't they, care. they they were pushing him out of their house and then combo you have someone who just loves him regardless and this yep. sad thing happens it was this this was probably a very emotional season i never like cried or got super emotional when i watched this but it was definitely like a who who it hurts man it's super it's it's there's, well done there's only there's only one episode out of all the series that i cried at and it's the season finale actually Okay, cool. Well, I so, can't wait to get so, there so you can. Yeah. I cannot cry and complain at you for crying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay, so we're moving on. Hank yeah. actually, uh, they report that, you know, she gets some of this blue meth, uh, the yeah. gas station tenant. Mm -hmm. And Hank finds out about it and was like, hey, you know, like, uh, I might have to arrest you and, like, kind of pressures her into stuff. She's like, oh, that camera that's up here, it doesn't work. It's just for effect. I just want to say how great that scene was. Because you mm -hmm. see Hank like being all mad and frustrated because she isn't giving him anything right. And then he looks up, sees it, and he's like, please tell me that that, that is recording. Mm -hmm. And then it just cuts to him closing the door being frustrated. And I'm just like, oh, man. Yeah. That, that was a great transition. They didn't have to tell. They showed. And then he sees the ATM. And I was like, yo, man, he's thinking big brain. Yeah. And, big oh. brain plays, bro. Pretty much finds out that there's a camera there that he can look and see the surveillance of this Winnebago. Mm -hmm. So he finally starts hunting down the Winnebago. Well, so there, there's two things at this point I want to mm -hmm. point out. One, Hank officially gives up his El Paso job yep. for this thing. And it's kind of like narrated as if it's one, he's given it up because he wants this. But I think the real thing that they kind of portray, and I believe it's the truth, he's kind of like PTSD with El Paso. Like he doesn't want to engage in that anymore. Is that, that, that traumatized that changed his life essentially. Oh yeah. And so, uh, he officially doesn't take it and he's on the hunt for these Winnebago's, which there's a couple funny scenes with him spying on an old couple that's playing Uno or crabs or whatever they're doing inside the thing. And, they're like they scream and yell at him like are you some kind of pervert and they get out with a gun <laughs> it's it's there's funny scenes like that but the big one is when walter is going to destroy the truck and jesse finds out drives all the way to the place hank follows him and they're both locked in the truck together and there's this great scene with whoever the graveyard dude is you you said his name and he's been in other shows and we both were like, we know this guy. What yeah, he's from, I think his we're not sure. Old, I think his name was like Old Joe. Old Joe? Uh, yeah, from Breaking Bad. Yep, Old Joe. <laughs> so, 
He's been in a lot of things, uh, just like side characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, it's Larry Hankin. Yeah, I I recognized him most because you said like he's from Friends. I remember that being low. Yeah. And watching that, so that's probably where I remember him from. He's he's very distinct. I I recognized him instantly. But there's the whole scene where they're like talking and being like, "Ooh, um." Oh, he's you also can't come in Billy here. Madison. I forgot he's in Billy Madison. Billy Madison, yeah. Um, yeah. and they're like they're talking and they're like, "Oh, you can't come in here. It's it's a resident. It's locked." And Hank is getting a warrant. He's calling the cops, and that's when Walter has to make the call to Gus. Say like, "We need your help." And he gets a call saying that his wife has been... Oh, no, he called Saul. That's who he called. Because you know you're in trouble. You better call Saul. Um, yep. da, 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 da. Um, he calls him. Saul calls him. And tells him that his wife got in a car accident. He freaks out. He heads to the hospital. There was no accident. It was all stage. Now, and now. they destroy it. Now, before we go any further, there is a meme that was part of that scene. Okay, go ahead. So, so the part where... Jesse and you know Walt are talking in the RV and they're like, dude, dude, uh, you know, and uh, the the you know old Joe is like trying to talk to Hank about hey you know these laws mm-hmm. about doing this because old Joe knows what's in it, and yeah. if old Joe gets caught, that means, I mean, if they get caught, that means old Joe goes to jail too because he's like pretty much a betting criminal, like doing uh, the criminal activity or whatever. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. So, so there's a part where, uh, he's like. Oh, look at that. There's a squatter in there. You know, he's like, yeah. And Jet Walt's like, tell him this is your private domicile and you shall not be harassed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And he yells and he's like, this is my private domicile and I will not be harassed, bitch. And so, yeah, yeah. Because where... like after he says it, Walt looks at him like, did you have to add that? <laughs> So there's a meme that everyone loved and it was uh, the frozen meme where it's like, you hear that knock on the door and it's like, do you want to build a snowman? Oh. Like, He's like, don't disturb me, bitch. <laughs> you know, so like, oh um, boy. yeah. So there's a, that, that was a meme for a while. Um, but yeah, so we find out that Hank leaves. Yeah. They crush the RV, which is one of my favorite scenes because what I love about Vince Gilligan is when he wants to show like an emotional scene like that mm-hmm. where they're crushing it and you kind of feel bad because you're like i like that they were doing it in the rv it, well it's and like the end put, of a, a era of that yeah and he puts like a music overtone over top of it mm-hmm. and they show it slowly being ripped by like this loader with some forks and stuff and yeah. like everything and the music's well done so the cinematography of that scene is phenomenal yeah. and amc remember that you made a lot of money off of this show. <laughs> you should you should just listen to Vince Gilligan pretty much almost all the time. Yeah. So um, we find that out. Mm-hmm. Hank finds out that that wasn't a call and his wife isn't being life flighted. And Hank knows exactly who did it. So oh, he well, shows up. He, to- he saw him go into the RV, essentially. Yeah. So Hank shows up to Jesse's house and beats the living crap out of him. That was a crazy scene for me. Because one, I think it's actually on this uh, trailer that we have. When he punches Jesse the first hit, Jesse flies back like he's an anime character. Like, onto the ground. It legitly made me bust out laughing. And then Hank gets on top of him, just starts going in. And I went from laughing to being like, oh, Hank, stop. 
He's already dead. <laughs> it was it was legitly like I love how you're referencing the Simpsons there. I love it so oh, much. It, it was so like it, it's like one of those things when you see like in a movie where like here like yeah you see that did you see that in the trailer where he just goes yeah, flying? Right there, guys. And then it's, right it's, there, that picture is the aftermath of Jesse. Yeah, getting like uh, beat up. Uh, for for anyone who doesn't know, like you can just look up like the Hank. You you know, I, I assume yeah. that people who are watching this have seen it. It just he flies, man. He flies, yeah. and then how anytime like a character continues beating up someone who's kind of like lifeless, you always get that weird feeling. Like we recently got that with uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier when Captain America is oh, yeah. doing that. That always kind of gets me in like a weird way where i'm like it, it just doesn't feel right for a good character to do that yeah um uh, yeah. you know and and it uh kind of like you know jesse wants to take down hank because yeah. he assaulted him and he was like i'm gonna sue him for everything he's worth and walt's like don't do that like it's just gonna bring more heat to us we specifically we to him yeah and so pretty much this is actually a godsend in a way but also a terrible thing for Jesse, because what it does is it makes them loosen up the investigation towards Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, and he because... basically has a ticket like out of yeah. everything because yeah. they are not going to follow him anymore because they're in hot crap because a DA agent breaks Just in, beat the beats the crap, crap out of him. Yeah, and then he's like, "I'm going, I'm going to sue." And Saul makes the problem, and, and this is a recurring thing I find with Jesse, which is one of the reasons why I find him so frustrating, is he will take what someone says as, like, the 100% truth without analyzing why they think that way. Because Saul tells him, you you have a golden ticket. Like, you 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 can't be taken down. He's like, I'm going to sue. And he's like, well, okay, okay, let's think about this. Like, you don't want to do that. And he's like, no, I have a golden ticket. He's like, no, if you sue, they're not going to care as much. And then he's like, no. He points to Walter and he's like, you, I get taken down. I'm taking you with me. So you have to do everything mm -hmm. in your power to make sure I don't get taken down. And that's when I instantly went like, all right, Jesse, <laughs> you lost cool points to me. <laughs> that was like this whole season was Walter and Jesse's like my carrying points just kept dropping this whole season. I don't know if this happened so much for everything we're talking about or after, mm -hmm. but there is a scene I'd like to talk about. Okay. And it's the scene where uh, Skylar goes to the divorce lawyer and pretty much tells her that, like, you know, she wants a divorce from Wall and all this other stuff. And she tells her, you know, I can't really say anything unless, like, he's harming, like, he's going to harm someone or, like, he did illegal activity. I can't really, you know, update her or whatever. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Uh, they got token high lord. Oh, Eleanor, I can't. Oh my gosh, it's so much. Not either, but we stopped by. We're talking about Breaking Bad season three. So if mm -hmm. you haven't watched it, sorry, we're spoiling you up. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, is why I want to talk about that is there's a scene where Walt has to move out of the house. Yeah. And Hank is helping him. And there's a part where um, I forgot what happens in season three, but I've watched all of it. Oh, cool. So then what happens is there's a scene where Walt burns the money, which you're seeing right now. Yeah. Um, he's burning the money and then he ends, instantly regrets it, throws it in the thing because uh, he's just mental and he actually starts his hand on fire and stuff. Uh, but what I like about what I was trying to get to is when he's moving out, he puts all this, all the cash in like this black bag mm -hmm. and they go to like, you know, lift it. 
and he lifts it <laughs> and he's like man what do you got in there bricks and he's like uh, about half a million in cash and he's like ha, ha, ha. it's like that 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 was close that was really close i don't even think I, it was close i anytime like I does so something hard, that like it is the obvious like tell of like yeah i, I feel like he kind of wants to be caught to a degree he wants it to be over yeah and so it's it's kind of one of those things that it's like he says certain stuff not thinking about the consequences just thinking in the moment like i'm done Oh, yeah. It's like when he burns the cash, it's 100% him being like, I'm done. And then realizing, oh, crap, I'm stupid, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And, and that's how I felt that that scene was. And then once Hank kind of moves on, Walter's just kind of like, oh, okay. So then been better. let's jump back. And okay. one of the things that I want to talk about is we finally, um, Jesse starts it, it, I don't know if this is before. No, no, no. It's so. So basically, what happens at this point now? Uh, Walter kicks Gail out, pulls Jesse in to make Jesse drop the charges against Hank. Yeah. Hank, however, gets out of the the like he he admits that he did it and he has to resign from the DA. Drops his badge and guns off. He leaves. Unbeknownst to him, Gus has told the two cartel people that it's actually Hank who killed him. Tuco. Yeah. And they're like, we can't kill him because he's DEA. DEA's off limit. He's like, listen, anything above the border, I'm in control of. I say it's okay if it happens. They go to kill Tank Hank, and I straight up thought Hank was dead. He gets a phone call saying, two killers are going to come, come for you. You have so many minutes. He doesn't have a, a gun or anything. He starts like paranoid and looking around. And some crap goes down. I don't even want to explain everything goes down. In the end, Hank gets shot up a bunch of times. One of the dudes get his legs decapitated because Hank drives him over, like drives him back into a, another car. And then he shoots the other dude in the head in the most amazing headshot I've seen on TV ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the episode ends, begins, Jesse sees that he's being sent to the thing and he's so happy. He is so happy that that happened. It was hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, and that's whenever that whole stuff happens. Hank starts surviving, but apparently the dude who got his legs broken still alive. And when they find out he was still alive, Gus talks to the one DEA dude. I mean, to the cartel dude. And he's like, you're one guy still alive. Yeah, but he's going to squeal on who told him. We know, we know someone told him this and he's going to talk. Mm. Gus goes yeah, and right. says there are condolences to the DEA people. Well, not really condolences, but like, hey, we, we hope he gets better. Here's free chicken. Yep. And then Mike poisons that dude and he dies. And you know Mike did it because as he's like dying, everyone's looking at him like, wow, he's dying. And then Mike walks by and puts a needle in the canister of used needle slots and just walks on. Yep. And it was like, I'm like, man, dude, these guys... <laughs> Top tier things. Mike, I, Mike's uh, top tier assassin, bro. <laughs> dude, I love that. Uh, Mike is great. I love Mike. I like. I told Awesome. Like, I hope Mike makes it through the whole show. I, I, if I'm going to be honest, I think Gus is not going to make it through. I think Gus is going to die, as most villains of like where he's heading to, he's going to die. I think Mike is doing what he's doing because he's under Mike uh, Gus's control. So, Simon hopes. That if Gus is out of the picture, Mike will back off and he won't uh, do anything. 
Yeah. But he's he's the equivalent of like um I don't know if you even know this one, but uh the the sword in the morning. Mm. Uh, okay, uh, bears and sell me of Game of Thrones. Okay, so yeah. bears and sell me was the hand of the king, and he was super loyal to Aegon, Targaryen. Um, okay, and so when he dies on the trident, he is captured alive and he's pardoned. But up to that point, Barrison was going to die for Aegon. He was a hundred percent willing to die for him because he was his king. But once he was dead. He was basically allowed to keep living and that that's how i'm hoping that is with mike where it's like once gus is out of the picture it's like we'll let you keep living because you're a valued person to us okay and i'm like i just i just want mike to live i like mike i i really enjoy it it makes me want to rewatch community too to see him in that season more because now i have more understanding of him as like an actor it's just great to see him in such this drama where he's so well uh so well casted well written and everything that sort i want to see him in community and see just the complete shifts well see like what i like uh, about mike too is like how cunning and smart he is because uh the scene where he realizes that the cartel guys like painted a reaper on the sidewalk he's the one that knows that and he's like hmm and that scene where they walk in they have the axe and they sit down on the bed while you know they're like going some I think Walt's taking a shower. Walt, yeah, yeah Walt yeah. was taking a shower, and they were gonna kill him. And then they, you know, they find like the eyeball and everything, and they're like, "What the heck?" You know, and uh, you know, and then Walt, you know, Walter opens up, and they're not there. Yeah, well, you uh, see, you, you see, Mike out. flip the phone, and he starts calling someone. He's like, "Hey, yeah. they're at your boy's house." And then what's also great is after he debugs the place and starts leaving to go to the car, he tells he's like, "Hey." You won't be lucky that you have such high people watching your back. Because you wouldn't be alive yeah. without them. And he gets in the car and leaves, and that's when the site you see the scythe on the side. Yep. And when I saw that, I was just like, oh dude. Oh, oh, it's so great, man. I, yeah. I the attention to detail things yeah, are so it's, good in the show. This show is yeah, I can definitely see people liking it. I will say, from season one to two, I was I was enjoying it, but I wasn't super hooked. I was kinda right. Season three is a huge jump in the quality of the show i think the pacing is amazing um so much stuff happens but i also feel like it's tangible with how much is happening and it's just crazy the only problem i don't like we'll get to uh jesse starts to go back to rehab and then he realizes he can sell meth to these people so he gets combo and dom badger yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Dodger. Yeah, Dodger and Dominic or to uh, guy. start. Coffee guy from uh, community. Community. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to start selling to these people or whatever. Um, which when that started happening, I actually went like, "Ooh, Jess's favor mirror." That hit the all-time low of like three percent right there. Yeah. There is nothing that I despise more than the idea of someone like trying to push someone who's trying to recover or change their life back down to the ground. And it makes me hate him even more because Jay, Jane was a big advocate of rehab. She was all about, she actually wanted Jess and her to go to it to kick the stuff. And I felt like this was a slap in her memory by him doing this. And I was, I was actually kind of upset at that so much, but Jess starts skimming off the extra poundage that Walter has been 
given to sell. Well, it kind of it kind of relates. Okay. Uh, why why it's not just out of the blue Jesse decides to do that. Uh, when Walt picks up Jesse from rehab and brings him back to the apartment, he asks Jesse, he goes, how was it? And he's like, well, I learned a lot. And he's like, oh, yeah? Well, what would you learn? He's like, I'm the villain. Oh, I'm yeah. The bad guy. Yeah. So Jesse has this thought in his head that he has to be the terrible guy. Like, he's not just yeah. Jesse anymore. He he, so he like, admits at this point where he's like, we all have to be who we are. We can't yep. deny ourselves. And he's like, I'm the bad guy. Which mm-hmm. I think, again, great acting. You see... Mm-hmm. Walter kind of respond to it in like a uh, moment because I think Walter in his brain is like Jesse you're not the bad guy I'm the bad guy I'm the yeah. one who's causing all this stuff and there's the one scene where uh, Jesse yells at Walter saying like ever since I started being around you everything has gone bad like everything mm-hmm. sucks because of you and mm-hmm. I, I truly think that Walter is believing that too and I think he takes the words to from Jesse to heart the idea is like we can't deny who we are you start seeing the tone shift oh yeah and okay now we get to talk to my least favorite episode of this whole series <sighs> okay, wait one second so yeah okay go ahead that, go ahead man so it, the the house is that before the fly episode oh that's way that? before that that's yeah. way before it. yeah jesse so, buys buys back his old house and the response that his parents give or i laugh so hard He's like, Jesse, you can't, you can't, Jesse, you can't be here right now. The, the new owner is going to be showing up. Because kind of Saul actually goes in and tells the lawyer, like, this is how yeah. much I'm going to give you for the house. And they're like, and you're, they're like you're asking for one fourth of the price. How dare you do that? He's and they're like, like, well, guess what? There's a meth lab that was in that house. He's and like, yeah, like, oh, and it's nowhere oh. on this information. And that could be mm. li- like criminal liability. And I doubt you guys mm. won't need to go to the lawyers about this. Or go to the police about this. And so they cave. And I will say at that point, I was super like happy. Because nothing I get more upset more than whenever like family kicks other people's out without helping them. And that's what Jesse's parents did was they pushed him out without helping. They just push him out and say, good luck, buddy. Um, yeah, but I, I just like their response when like he's walking up to the house. And they're like, hey, Jesse, can't do that. The mm-hmm. new house owner is going to be here and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I got the keys. So you guys <laughs> he's like, just shuts the door. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is what we call the last time you see Jesse's parents. Oh, really? Right? Are they never going to come back? I mean, I'm okay with that. Because the look on their face was, it was just, <laughs> They were just there for a certain need it, you know, it was like, just there know. to show jesse's progressionary and how he doesn't yeah. have the support group as other characters do yeah it's it's so the truth no more you will not see Jesse. no more no more um one thing we do have to mention is that hank is recovering he's better now and yeah. uh well jesse and walter uh are cooking for gus for pennies compared to what they're apparently deserved, according to Jesse. Because mm-hmm. they're making about 900 million per um, batch every week or whatever, and they're only making about 3 million for three. So they're getting screwed out a lot. But as I was telling Austin, Austin um, Jesse does not understand the complexity of businesses. So the fact yeah. that they make 900 million, he's like, we should be making like 300 million or something like that. 
And it's like, bro, he's run not just an operation in this area, he's running it in so many different uh, um, states and everything. And he has to pay off people, he has to pay people to like count and distribute and everything like that. I'm like, Jesse, you're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah. If he's holding on to anything, he's holding on to maybe like a hundred thousand or a hundred million or like ten million per distribution. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and like how much a cook is, like they are cooking, and all they're doing is cooking. Yeah, they they're not have, doing and, anything. And they clean else. the products and stuff, uh, like they clean like you know all the vessels and stuff. Yeah, well, the that's, problem that's, is, is that's like necessary. they don't have to deal with all the grunt work that they were doing before, and they're making way more money than what they were making before, and yeah it ticks me off like it's, when he yeah. says that i was like why why you're just sitting there you're cooking mm -hmm. you don't have to go sell it you don't have to worry about combo being killed again yeah you don't have to worry about oh man I what was, if they catch us it's more I was, of like I, was, mm, I that that again i said like jesse's probably my least favorite character now because of his thought processes and it makes me sad that he has like he has to be like that um but Let's move on to my least favorite episode in this whole series. And Which Austin was of, with me. Let's let's be real. I will say this too. This is actually considered one of the best episodes of Breaking Bad. That's what a lot of fans say. But I am with my brother on this. And I think it's one of the most boring, ridiculous It's a bottleneck episode. It's a <laughs> bottleneck episode. It was funny because like it's, it's The Fly. The episode The Fly. Mm. And all the episode is is Walter is freaking out because there's a fly in the lab yeah and he's trying to kill it and austin was explaining to me that the reason why a lot of people like this episode is because it's like metaphorical for walter's obsession with stuff and it's it's like has him downgrade and i told Austin, I'm like they didn't need to make it more metaphorical though because oh, no. the problem is is that the whole series has been showing that he was obsessed with uh the formula system which is why he re-jumps into it he got mad at gail because he wasn't doing things to what he considers is right or wasn't listening yep. and he became obsessive of that like you don't need this episode to metaphorically show stuff when say, it's being shown already. Yeah, I I agree. I think the only good things that came out of this episode was one Walt tells Jesse about Q, Jane's oh, yeah. father. Yeah, and, that was that was dying. that was probably the best part of the scene. And whenever he's uh, that. you kind of see that. Uh, Walt tries to tell Jesse that he could have had a chance to save Jane. Well, he, he tells Jesse Jen, that it's like, it's but, not his fault that Jane died. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesse's basically like, no, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's not even her fault. Mm -hmm. Yep. Things like this happen essentially, or just how the universe works. Mm -hmm. and, and Walter's like, no, Jesse, I, I, and then he passes out. And I'm just like, kind of cliche moment, but whatever. It's, it's fine. Mm -hmm. It was just funny that Walter was like ranting at him about like world science is how it's like everything's chaos based, like all works together, but it's, it's chaos essentially. And he's like, how crazy is it that I talked with Jane's father the night Jane died and the day, uh, the, the night of when he killed all those people in the plane crash and everything. Oh yeah. And it was like, yes, you know, I, I agree with that. I, I expressed that on the last season episode where I'm like, I find it hilarious that in story Ryan, like you can make those kind of things that seem impossible if you think about it in like day to day life. But when it comes to shows, it adds so much to the character, the idea of these two characters who may never have met, who have strings that connect, mm -hmm. connect 
talk for a brief moment and then pass without knowing their connection. Oh yeah. I I, I like that in storyline. And so I really enjoyed that that Which happening we, and we actually nice get to two of the we, we get one of those this season too. Yeah. Um so yep. then let's move on. We, move on to the next episode. Yeah, so the next episode we find out that uh Badger and Skinny Pete are actually not selling their meth and uh they're kind of like actually going through the 12 step program yeah <laughs> not, not even like, they're going through it they're legitimately like we can't do these to these people they want to get their life around yeah, we don't want to cause that yeah this is like shut up quit being a little bit and they're like well you try to sell so he meets a girl uh yep. named i always forget her name uh andrea i think her name andrea. is andrea yeah that's andrea. right yeah because her son's brock okay Yep. So he meets Andrea, <laughs> Brock. and Andrea doesn't want to be there pretty much. And Jesse's like, okay. She's so being Jesse, forced to it. So she kind of makes out with Jesse and stuff on a couch. And he tries to convince her to smoke, like, you know, some of his meth. And she's like, um, no, no, I'm good. And then, you know, Andrea's mom shows up with Brock you know the son and it's like oh it's okay you know and he's like he's gonna go play with his legos and stuff you know and jesse kind of tries to interact with the kid and kind of doesn't want to it, well yeah. it, it shows off that like jesse has has been affected by two things one peekaboo episode the idea of people using drugs or whatever when they have a kid mm. turns him off 100 percent. yeah and you can see he's kind of having a hard time I, I, he's having a hard time selling the the thing, regardless. Because I, I do think he, he has the same problem as Dodger and them have. He doesn't want to sell. Like, he was 100% okay with selling it to her until he found out that she had a kid. And then he yeah. realized that the reason why she's going through this is not for herself, for the kid, or at least her parents or whoever. I think it's her grandma is forcing her to go through it. Mm -hmm. And I think he sees the benefit of it, and so he has a hard time and they into it yeah so then the next episode after that is pretty much like no, no it's, it's well a little bit later yeah. in that episode um she's talking to andrea again andrea's like wait you know that blue stuff that you were talking about i could really go for it. and he's like no you're a terrible mom you have a you don't kid do that. Like, how dare you do that he's on his way here like and don't you tell like, me how to raise my child or how yeah I live or that life. i don't care for my child this or this yeah. and it's just like bro well, at this time, Ooh. you can tell people this whole thing. Um, it's kind of like the Q situation with Walter. Um, you come to find out that Andrea has a little brother. Mm -hmm. His name Thomas. Thomas. And or Thomas or Thomas. Thomas. I think it's Thomas. And Thomas is the one that actually killed Combo. I love the reveal of it too because it's a slow realization for jesse because yeah, it's just like he, he he got into the his, deal and whatever like yeah. this and he's like oh yeah yeah and in order to join he had to kill someone uh or like kill someone yeah on the corner here he killed some what do you do he's like oh they gave him a gun and he was just riding his bike and shot this guy dead hmm. and he's like where what and he's like yeah shot him through the neck and you see like jesse kind of like peek up whenever she says that on the corner of blah blah um over some mm -hmm. he was a dealer over some game dispute 
and that's when Jesse's like, wait, are you sitting on the corner of blah, blah, blah next to train tracks? And she's like, yeah, killed some dealer. And that's when it, it hits Jesse. That's like this kid killed this kid killed uh, combo. combo. So Jesse goes to buy drugs from them. Finds Thomas talks with him. The two drivers come up. He gives them the money and then he gets the drugs from. And you see him just kind of walk off like stress. And this is where some crazy stuff starts happening. Mm. Because the drugs that he got from them. Don, don, don the blue stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's when Jesse puts the thing together. He gets Walt to come with him. He's like, look at this. Is that our stuff? Yeah, that's our stuff. I got that from the same people who killed Tombo. They're in league with Gus. And he starts like connecting all these dots and everything. And he basically says to Walter, I'm like, I'm going to kill him. They they should die. They they kill Combo. Like, no. Like, it was perfectly cool when you wanted to kill Tuco. But why can't I kill these guys? And he's like, Tuco wanted to kill us. And he's like, they kill Combo, who was one of us. Why is it whenever you do it, it's a good plan. When I want to do it, it's a bad plan. He's like, you're doing it for no reason, blah, blah, and they talk and argue. And Walt snitches on him to mm. Gus. And that's a cool yep. scene wherever uh, Jesse and the one joke girl is about to go through with it and everything. And then Mike just walks up, puts his hand on the roof. He's like, I'm going to need you to come with us. <laughs> Old Mikey, man. He's so good. It's great. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And sure enough. They, they talk it through, and, and this is when you get the Mike explaining to Walter kind of where he came from, mm. where he's like, there was this really nice girl. She had an abusive boyfriend. We kept picking him up every week, and then one time I took him out, had a gun to his head, ready to blow his head off, and he starts crying. He's like, I, I won't do it again, never again. I'll, I'll leave her alone. I'll never go back to her, blah, blah, He lets her go. Two weeks later, he beats her to death with a appliance or what. He's like, don't do half measures. Yep. His big thing. Um, as Numbuster said earlier, no half measures. Yep. <sighs> which, is, which is the name of the episode. Yeah, this episode. And it ends in the most beautiful way because they agree on this idea that Jesse will keep the peace, no more kids for them. Yeah, well, so the, how the drug awkward, dealers. That hmm? awkward. Uh, meeting with Gus and those kids like the two gangsters and Jesse and Walt mm-hmm. was like a very intense scene you know because yeah. like Jesse's like finds out that he's been pretty much you know ratted out about yeah. killing and you know they're like oh yeah man we're sorry you know and the next thing they do like right after they leave is kill Thomas yeah hundred percent murder him. They, they kill him. And as I told Austin, I'm like, the reason why I figured that they kill him is because he knows too much, you know, like they can't just let yeah. him not be part of it. He's, he officially knows too much. And it, the episode ends with Jesse going to go get the fight, like going to kill them. He has his gun. He's about to pull out. Those two are ready to pull. And then suddenly out of left field, a car comes and runs over the two of them. And I mean, like, you, you can, I watched it twice accidentally, but <laughs> you see him run over him and the second dude gets rolled over. Yeah, rolled over. <laughs> and I like, when I watched it the second time, I specifically watched him because I'm like, man, 
they did such an amazing cut on that or or edited or however because you cannot see when it becomes the doll or like the mm. the fake or whatever like that oh yeah and then walter gets out looks at jesse he has the look of like i can't believe i just did that sees the guy about to go for a gun runs up kicks it grabs out the bullet grabs out the gun and just without any type of emotion just blows his head off turns up and looks at jesse and he's like run end of scene end of episode and i was like oh my gosh this is amazing so funny story about this this mm -hmm. episode so that scene is very highly intense yeah you know because you're at the edge of your seat now i will say this so you get a little hyped um that is not the most intense scene of breaking bad in my opinion i mean i'll, I'll say this i didn't think it was the most intense scene it just was like such a shock because i wasn't expecting it I was going to say, there's a whole episode, like, coming up in the next two seasons, mm -hmm. where I was at the edge of my seat the whole episode. Uh, very intriguing, one of the most interesting scene, you know, one of the most interesting episodes of all time, in my opinion. Mm. And the ending is like, whoa! Um, <laughs> I'm not, but yeah, so I remember watching the show when I worked at a healthcare facility where I would stay at people's houses overnight. And, you know, pretty much I got paid to sleep, but I was watching Breaking Bad. So it's about two in the morning and I'm watching this episode. And, you know, when Jesse goes to pick up his gun and do that, and then Walt hits those guys. All I remember is like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's all I said. And I woke up everyone in the house. <laughs> what's funny to me is like i didn't cheer when that happened like uh, you were you oh, were right next to me you you passed out but when uh, that happened my brain instantly went like oh no because mm -hmm. one of the problems i have with the show which the whole intent that mike had with walter saying no half measures like don't repeat like even gus tells him earlier like don't one you have to learn how to to live rich and the first thing you need mm -hmm. to do is don't repeat mistakes and yeah. the first mistake he had was causing him problems by saving jesse this is another situation where walter calls problems by saving jesse and i instantly the second he hit i'm just like gosh dang it walter you idiot <laughs> i'm like jesse wants to kill these guys let him choose to don't be part of it and he he doesn't want to give up it happens i'm like walter you just kind of like screwed yourself over it's that like jesse making bad decisions is jesse's decision not don't don't need to keep saving him it was it, i was frustrated because i'm like walter you man come on and then the last season where me and austin watched it together is full measures and it was good tensionary thing they're trying to figure out where jesse is yeah um and they give gail back to walter but now with the thing i thought was going to happen which i thought oh okay never mind it's not going to happen but then they circle back and i was like oh i got it right um they're having gail learn the recipe of walter so they can get rid of walter get Gail. and at first yeah. you're kind of given this impression that walter has no clue He's not realizing it and everything of that sort. But then Saul and him go to the laser tag place and go in and lock it. And you find out Jesse's been staying at the laser tag place. 
and everything may be bugged so they are not like talking around each other at all and they explain how Saul has no idea what's going on but he's also in the possibility of getting killed mm. Jesse's on the run and Walter is 100% aware that Gale is learning the recipe so that way they can kill um kill Walter off but Gale doesn't quite know that Gale's under the impression the reason why he has to learn the recipe is because Walter is dying. Yeah. And he's just like, all right, I'll learn this because it sucks that he's going to die. But, you know, longevity, like they want me to be a cook and everything of that sort. Makes sense. Whew. Boy, man, this episode, it was a great season finale, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. um, they, they find out where Gale lives and Walter's plan becomes we have to kill Gale. Is without Gale, they don't know the recipe. They need to keep me alive, and if they have to keep me alive, they have to keep you alive too. Mm-hmm. And then at the middle of the night, they find out where Gale lives, and Walter's like, "All right, I'm gonna go do it." He starts getting in the car, and then that's when the one dude drives up. I don't even know his name, Theodore or something. I don't know. I'll just call him Theodore. The muscle hand of Gus shows up, and he's like, oh, yeah. "Get in the car. There's something wrong with your chemical lab. Come with me." Go there and Walter 100% knows they're going to kill him down there. Mm. And that's when Walter starts sniveling and like grabbing, like, don't do this, don't do this, Mike. You don't have to do this. He's like, no, no, Walter, I do have to do this. And that's when I, I told Austin next to me, I'm like, I feel like Mike is 100% doing what he's told because he knows that if he does anything out of line, he will be killed. He, yeah. He'll die just the same. That's when Walter's like, just, I can give you Jesse Pigman. And I truly thought, like, in that moment, like, Dude, he's giving up Jesse. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he a hundred percent is giving up Jesse. This also was a good episode because this is the episode where Mike goes into that warehouse, and you kind of get to see Mike's skills. Oh yeah, like killing yeah. People. Yeah. Because he like it, the best part is like when he's like, uh, it, it, there's a woman in the front, and he killed everyone. He's looking for this guy that runs the chemicals, like pretty much. Mm-hmm. The, uh, what is it? Um, the methylamine yeah. chemical and stuff, and he's like. Is she good behind the wheel? He's like, yeah, she's a good driver. He's like, can she drive safe? License? Registration? He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And he shoots him in the hand. And he's like, to go to the hospital. <laughs> She'll need you to drive you to the hospital. And then he starts, like, he, he has like this little wimpy, like, <laughs> like cry. And he's like, she's <laughs> going to need her shoe. And so he has to come back in, cry, and picks up the shoe. It's so good. That, that, so that, well that scene was so funny because there's the point yeah. where he sees the old lady. The lady. And he knows oh, yeah. there's other people in the room, so he unties the shoe and throws it in there. And the one dude, like, he, he runs in there, dude, like me playing Call of Duty, just yeah. right, ah, yeah. shooting like a madman. I laughed when that happened, man. I was, I was yeah, so enjoying whole, it. The whole like, you know, scene, oh, like higher, this. lower to yeah. show where he's aiming. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was cool. I like that. that but that's good. whenever you realize that Hank's on like a rescue mission versus a go in there and kill everyone mission. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, Mike. Um, Mike. Mike. What did yeah. I say? Did I say Hank? Yeah, you said Hank. I feel Hank. like I said Hank. Yeah. No, no, no. Mike. Jonathan Mike Banks did. is his real name, so. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I didn't know what you meant by Jonathan. I was yeah. like, who's Jonathan? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that was a great scene. Shows how how much they control everything. Why they're able to mass produce like they do. All right. So. Um, yeah. So we're back. And Mike's Walter's like, no, graveling. He's like, I'll give you Jesse. Let me call him and tell him to meet me. He'll do it. He starts calling. He's like, Jesse. He's like, hey, Mr. White, did you do it? It's like, no, I can't do it now. 
you have to do it, Jesse. You have to go. You have to go do it. And and right, this is the scene. Mike pulls the phone away from him, and Jesse gets up, grabs the gun, and he heads to Gail's house to murder him. And whenever they're like looking at him, it's like, what was that? And he's like, you're going to want to hold off on killing me because your boss is going to need you. Need me. He's like, what do you mean by that? 6353 blah 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 Terabot Boulevard. And you see Mike's Five, face six. go like. The best acting it Mike was... can ever put out. It's just like, oh crap. Oh crap. They and then the other dude takes off and runs because he knows exactly what's happening. And the end of the season, amazing cliffhanger is the door opens up to Gail's house and Jesse has the gun on him. He's like, you don't have to do this, man. You, you don't have to do this. And Jesse is crying and it goes black in here, gunshot. And it's like, that's the, that's the cliffhanger. Amazing cliffhanger. Um, I feel like anytime that a season ends with like that level of cliffhanger, uh, what's the term I'm thinking of? Uh, cliche like you you have a lot of those where like it goes black you hear a gunshot who died or who who killed who um yeah, i told this one's pretty straightforward well yeah but you don't know if the other guy got there before mm -hmm. i assume not but um i i i, I want to believe that yes jesse did kill gal that's why yeah. i believe um and it's just it's it's the only way that walter could keep living and Jesse could keep living because of this. Um, if Gail lives, surprising. <laughs> I, I don't know how that will go, and maybe that makes for good television. I don't know. I'm ready to watch season four now. Like I'm, I'm ready yeah. for it. Two more seasons, boy, and and we done. Um, it's. I will say this about Breaking Bad. Okay. I was completely under the impression when watching or when hearing of the show back whenever I was in college when it was coming out that Breaking Bad, like he was this drug lord, like he became this drug lord. This is three out of five seasons. He's not really a drug lord. He's like a cook that is just like, I don't know. I feel like he's messing up a lot of times, but he is, he's just a cook. He's not some big drug lord. Like I thought I was, I told you it like a Scarface kind of deal thing where he was going to become this great, great big drug lord kingpin and then fall to his, his uh, brother-in-law or whatever he is. Um, mm. That's why I thought it was. And three seasons in, it's not that. It's, it's much more... He's not even an underdog. He's much more of like step B of a four-step process. And he's causing such chaos and panic that it's like is he worth it <laughs> if i was gus i would have just killed him and jesse off without even caring about oh no we lost this great product because to me i was going to be like you are more trouble than you're worth than anything else that, that that's just me but great great season i i definitely enjoyed it it was my favorite season so far um mm. awesome what about you your overall thoughts of this season uh okay so i will say a couple of things is mm -hmm. i do say mm, mm. i'm trying to think about this season this season like when i talked to you about this i said this season like at the beginning of last week i told you i said this is one of the most interesting seasons 
because yeah. there's a lot of things that go on. Uh, we get introduced to, you know, some really great, great character development. And I love how they develop all these characters and it, and it also lets Gus shine. Yeah. Um, I really like Gus, but I think the next season is where Gus shines the most. Mm. And uh, this season, season four, uh, is actually the season I realized who my favorite character was of the mm. whole series, which is Jesse Pinkman. And mm. this is the season that made me realize I like Jesse Pinkman a lot. You He's like Jesse because of the season? Uh, season four. Season four. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was about to three, say, I'm like, season three is a complete another trash bag. I do not like yeah. him. <laughs> but the thing that you do learn from season three is Jesse trust walt a little bit too much and it also gets to a point where you've seen that walt likes jesse because walt can manipulate jesse into pretty much anything yeah and the whole season he does it he does it so much um we get introduced to andrea which is mm -hmm. a you know her character her storyline throughout the series is really well uh, we get introduced to, you know, Skylar, you know, kind of, you know, deals with Walt's bull crap, um, you know, and, and then the fly episode that I hated the most. That's the problem I had with season three uh, was that only episode, actually. But I think this brings in a lot of things because that what this what season three does for a lot of people is it hooks them. Yeah. to the show because that cliffhanger that happens at the end of the season where you don't know if Jesse killed Gail or not and I remember when it first happened and I had to wait and it pissed me off <laughs> you know because like you know now you can just like end this podcast go and watch it mm -hmm. and you don't have to wait anymore yeah me I was like oh come on you're killing me it's you like know? that one meme I saw where it's like whenever I'm an adult and I have kids I'm going to be like, let's watch the Marvel movies and then we'll finish Infinity War. And then they're like, yay, let's watch the next one. Like, oh, we have to know what happened. He's like, no, we'll watch it next year. You will wait like I had to wait. <laughs> I'm like, this is essentially what you're feeling right here. You're like that, that weight amps you up more. Like it brings you to want to know more. Me, since I know that it's finished, I don't have to wait. I'm like, yeah, let's just finish this. Like, let's keep going. And that's why I kind of enjoy the fact of, you know, Netflix and all this stuff where you can binge all this stuff with no, no repercussions. It's all great. It's all fine. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it makes me, it makes me laugh whenever we start doing series that are still ongoing and we'll have to do like an episode, an episode, mm -hmm. then we have to wait till the next time it airs again. Like, you know, Mandalorian or, um, insert other series here i can't think of anything yeah. like castlevania or anything like that mm -hmm. um it's one of those things and it will be fun when we get there awesome yeah. is there anything else you want to say about this season because we, um, we are getting near the end okay so this season very phenomenal mm -hmm. if it, it's it's really well done vince gilligan is at the top of his a game of writing and he is yeah. great at directing and everything that he's created of this show is why I like Breaking Bad so much. Yeah. And you finally are starting to see in a way where this show is addictive. 
because yeah, I can definitely see where people got addicted to the show. Binge. I binged. It was the first time I ever binged a series was the mm-hmm. show where like mm-hmm. I wouldn't stop watching. Like I couldn't, I, I would, I would literally stay up all night at my work just to watch the whole se- season. And I would just keep watching it until I wasn't, you know, and then the ending happens of like the series. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to do with my life anymore. It's it's one but, of those series that you kind of wish you had like an additional season two. Yeah some way and i remember whenever the tv the the movie el El camino or el camino el camino el camino came out you were like super hyped for it and you started watching it at the house here and i saw a couple scenes of it or anything like that but i had no context of things like i don't know what any of this stuff means (laughs) yeah so you know who Um, jesse is skinny pete badger was in it you know oh i didn't even know they were all in it i legitimately Mm -hmm. thought it was just Jesse was the only person I thought was in it, but anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Maybe like after we do breaking bad, we may do yeah, a, bonus a little or bonus episode, but bonus, in my eyes, I'm like, we can do bonus episodes for movies that pertain to a series that we watch or whatever. So if you know that community, uh, movie ever comes out, you know, yeah, do a bonus right. up on that. I would love that. But anyways, awesome. As we go to wrap up, is there anything you want to plug, man? Uh, I just want to plug Just Buried mm-hmm. uh, Entertainment. You can go over to their Facebook. Uh, soon, uh, we will have an announcement about the movie that I produced for the first time. Uh, nice. We'll have a we'll have a new announcement about that. That shit. And um, if you guys want to head over to my TikTok, Overwork Nerd One, uh, you can follow me there. You can also follow me here on Twitch. I am going to start actually somehow. I'm going to put our podcast on at the same time on my channel without mm-hmm. hosting so people can see it that follow me yeah more often and we'll have two uh chat channels essentially that sounds good yeah and then um i'm also going to start playing games now <laughs> i'm going to play some scary games that i hate to play like resident evil village oh good luck with that mate. i have so <laughs> and uh i'm going to play some other games but it, it's only going to be like once in a while it's not going to be like every day or something like that because yeah, yeah. i have college and everything like that but and uh pretty much you know you guys should follow you know or you know you should be part of the discord you know (laughs) your discord the realm Mm -hmm. uh is perfect it is a lot of fun um and i think do you have the command for discord on here on twitch no no not anymore Mm -hmm. i kind of took it down because my thought process is like "Eh, if people want i'll give it to them if not they have to look for it they have to they have to fight for it now um I was gonna say, isn't the command like exclamation point Discord? Normally, but I don't think yeah. I I don't have it hooked up anymore. Gotcha. Um, awesome. Thanks so much for stopping mm-hmm. by. As always, I'm Josiah Game Molly Six Seven. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be here next Sunday for Bros and Shows. Um, I can't if you're wait. New to the channel and whatever, dude. Feel free to hit that follow button. If not, hey, you do you. That's an important thing. Mm-hmm. Next week on Sunday, 10 p.m. We do Breaking Bad season four. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. Who knows how it will go. But for me, from Austin, everyone who stopped by, thank you so much. And thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm.